0: What's going down podcast listener? Welcome back to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I'm Tyler Barrow and I'm the host of the show. And here we are once again, folks, for episode 114. And we're going to explore the yonder of conversation per usual on this podcast. We're going for inspirational content here, folks. Hopefully, as you listen to this podcast and you listen to the fun stories that we share and the the real experiences that we share and how we like to hear each other out, hopefully that can ripple effect into your life to where you start having those conversations. Don't be so closed off. We have to remember we're all interconnected and we all need each other, hence the term symbiosis, which is what this podcast and my life and our lives are all about, whether we realize it or not so here's a little reminder we need each other and to help us remember on this episode we have the local skeptic a fan favorite an og in the skepticism game and we're going to talk about a lot of crazy shit but you know we definitely going to talk about influence and how it affects everyone worldwide or on a small scale whether you're talking cults you're talking religion or you're talking politics and the global corporate market which will probably lead into the topic of how our current economy is just, like, imaginary or something. Like, nothing makes sense anymore. We're just fake-flating every fucking thing. Just, just you know, making it seem like everything needs to be so fucking expensive like that. But the dollar never meant anything anyways. Am I wrong? Anyways, we're gonna get into it on the podcast. Why am I trying to go into shit already? Thank you, listener, for listening once again. I hope that you can, you know, go out there and start a conversation, but also go tell your friends about the podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Tell everybody about what's going on here. We're trying to make an impact. So without further ado, let's voyage into the yonder of conversation with the local skeptic on the Symbiosis Now podcast. Yeah, man, we just chilling
1: with my folks, man. You know what I mean? Having a little fun while we taking a little 15-20 minute break from
0: the uji <laughs> The garden is at stake, bro. The garden is uh, it's not getting as much love as I wish I could give it. I feel like you know me. I'm always normally all big about the garden. But right now, it's kind of hard because I'm busy, man. I work fucking all the time. I work at this retail spot, Ace Hardware. And then I work at the bar down there at the Wake House.
1: Yeah, dude. And like grinding. It's right all now.
0: good. But school started this week now. Jeez. The baby's coming soon. Shit's real. You're the guy. I try though. to keep putting one of these out a week. It's hard, dude. But dude, like, you're
1: crazy. You're like a little, like, you're like a Joe Rogan, for sure. Like, you got so many things <laughs> going, but you're, like, always at 100%. But, time. see, I
0: have to keep thing, other things going because, like, not, no, no one of the things I do to stay busy are, like, really, if they were all isolated, each one of them were isolated, it wouldn't be uh, as beneficial to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't know, somehow by overlapping them, even though it sounds like a lot, it's the way that it's beneficial for me somehow, you know. And our and the way that we're trying to raise our family and stuff. Fucking bought a car, brand dude, new fucking wrap, beautiful car yeah. too.
1: It's gonna and that's that's a good investment, dude. I but know. I
0: had to for the fam. It was a necessary evil. Everyone's right now is like, "What are you crazy? Why you buy a car right now?" Well, I had no option. When the other car fucking starts taking a shit and you can't even sell it for $1000 yeah. and you realize wow my pregnant wife can't be in that shit that's another you have to thing buy another too. Yeah, car. it has
1: to be it has to be
0: something you can And I don't want to buy her car that like yeah I could get it for cheap you know I could get it for a good price right like we're told in America get it for a good price you know fucking Walmart who did this who did this to us told us to save money What kind of marketing is that, right? Like They're like, no, 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 we don't want more money. Save your money. It's like they put the bargain demon on all of us, bro, the little evil juju on all of us, and then we're always looking for a deal. But sometimes if if the market says, hey, there's a lot of people out there that want this car, and there's not a lot of these cars available right now, the price rises, and only those that are down to pay the fucking price will take the deal. And you could say it's dumb, but when people feel like there's no other option, do you really have another option? Not really. I did the best I could, got the best rate of interest and shit that I could, blah, blah, blah. But the price of the car was way high. (laughs) Like The the bank didn't want to prove it, dude. And on the next episode with Alfredo, the guy that sponsored the podcast, Alfredo Vargas, shout out. He's going to come on tomorrow, and we're going to record it, so it'll come out in a couple weeks. But we're going to talk about the whole experience. So I don't want to bore you with it too much. We could talk about it later. But it's wild because me and him talked about at least six months ago when he came on the insurance prices were super fucked up because the used car market was super high. And like, Mm, it's interesting how the market now is really in a different place than it's ever been before. Like literally the car I bought was manufactured in, in February 2022. It literally was manufactured like six months ago, bro. Right? Someone bought it, drove it for like two months and sold it back to the dealership for like 10 more grand than they bought it for.
1: Wow. Because they prices up.
0: went up. So you that, know that was
1: an investment on their part. But they, yeah. they saw the opportunity to... And
0: so basically, the dealership up. essentially made no money off of it when, almost when they sold it to me. They made barely anything off of me. even almost. But it, even though it was higher than it should have been. Isn't that wild? Like, that's the reality that we're in right now. It doesn't make sense. Like, people buying a house right now, apparently, like, it's the weirdest time because m- houses could go like that. where if you can't afford the mortgage as well, the price of the house rises like, right really? yeah exactly
1: well the pro- biggest problem is is the market's so high right now is if you bought the you bought the house right for the price and you maybe you want to you want to believe that later on it's going to get it's going to be worth more money but the market crashes and you're you know you spend all this it money on a house and the value of the house actually depreciates overnight right you know it's so interesting
0: though because we're in a time where everyone's talking about the recession right and all the shit but is, is it real? I'm not saying it's not real, because like we're, we're talking about it, we think about it, it affects everyone, but the economy itself, like the weight that we give to certain items, the value we give to certain products and certain services, the value that we give it, we decide it. But it's ultimately decided by supply and demand, which does kind of make sense. It's not just uh, I, uh, reasons we made up that we need this resource and then we'll sell it for this price. It's the fact that, like for example, like fuel, Everybody needs it. So if they want to set the price high, there's a demand for it. So if you want to be supplied, well, you have the demand as a consumer. Then you have to pay the price that the people that will supply it say that you can have it for. Like, it's pretty wild. And so, like, but we're down to keep almost going along with it, even if it gets really high. And when do we say, whoa, dude, like, unless only the wealthy can do this and now that the, the the middle class and lower class cannot anymore because there's a point where i think that you know the lower middle class won't drive anymore like or or, or, or i don't know i'm just saying like not be able to afford cars and insurance and
1: Right, be priced out of the market. I mean, if we
0: keep going at this, like, rate where everything is fluctuating higher and higher and higher, like, it's fluctuating, like, yeah, it goes up and dips, but then it jumps up, and it doesn't dip as low as it jumps up. Like, every, and, and I mean by prices, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. That sounds weird, but, like, prices keep going up, and maybe they'll level off or they'll drop temporarily, but then they go up high again, like, you know?
1: Yeah, and that's, I think that's the reality that we're at now, is I don't think they're ever really going to come back down. I For think sure. They, they'll, still, they'll stay stagnant. For sure. I mean, that's usually the pattern. Apparently, the
0: price of a new home since 1960 to 2020 basically is like 60 years. Uh, it's 120% more expensive to buy a house. Yeah. Like, so, but wages have only gone up but like you know, 20%. The way you so that's like a 100% this, though. difference, though, bro. But think
1: about the difference in opportunity to make money, right? So, like, nowadays in the last 20 years, we have, well, like, the internet. Right? how many careers how many millionaires were created using this new utility You know th- that wasn't there back when, we're, when we we're talking about yeah you know so in a sense you could see why the price of everything goes up because although we're not experiencing that flux of money we're considered middle class there there's so many people now who have a decent amount of money they may not be hundreds of millionaires they may not be they may not be billionaires but they're business owners they're people who utilize the internet to make passive income and there are a lot of millionaires nowadays that's just the reality of it compared to like the 40s and 50s and you know like in order to have a decent amount of money there you you would need like an actual business a physical business you don't necessarily need that now to make decent money for sure but if if you belong to the rat race, you know, I like to call it the nine to five, the clock in, clock out. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to experience what we're talking about right now, which is inflation where and the recession that actually physically fucks with you because you're like that working middle class. But there are a lot of people in there in that class, but there's also a lot of people now that aren't, that are like in that new, like you're not rich, rich, but you're definitely very comfortable.
0: You know what I'm saying? And it's like the standard that dominates the uh, majority of what uh, money that company receives kind of has. Like, kind of like it worked today at, at my job at the hardware store. Me and Jules, shout out to Jules, we were talking about internet and net neutrality and how, like, shout out to fucking Jules. We were talking about net neutrality and how Cameron Arias on this podcast, shout out to Cameron Arias, was on the podcast talking about this like fuck, like a year ago. Because so-and-so struck down net neutrality or some shit where basically whoever the highest bidder for the uh, fastest internet will get the fastest internet. Like you and I are going to be throttled. Like if you use a certain amount, it will only go so fast at that point. Where there would be other people like businesses and stuff that can't afford to um, be throttled, right? Because they have to provide for their customers. But it depends on how big your business is how much can you pay for
1: it exactly right? yeah
0: you have to pay a premium price for a premium uh uh what do they consider it like a uh, amount of fucking data or some shit you know what i mean that's optional to run through a server all that time you know imagine how hot servers get <laughs>
1: Dude, I don't know. For all these computers about that. and
0: shit, bro. Like, my computer gets hot just I sitting here for a podcast thing. I'm so
1: day. ignorant, dude. Like, I, I view the internet. I'm someone who views the internet as like everybody should have it. It should be free. It should be vast. But, like, I have no idea how it works and how it, like, what it takes to even understand what we experience. And I'm sure it takes a lot. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm very ignorant, bro. Like, I'm sure like, Aren't we all, though, it matters. Bro. Like, sometimes they get mad about having to buy, like, storage, like, the cloud to buy more space or to buy like because i'm like well what the fuck i never had to pay for this before but like do i have to pay for it like am i being taken advantage of because i don't know about it or am i actually having to pay for something because like it's a necessary investment that i have to make in order well it's an nft
0: it? of an apartment that's not a real apartment but you could live there in the
1: metaverse maybe
0: right if those connect but like so you could just live on the street but technically you feel like you're in an apartment
1: would like it be different? Reality? Like, would it? Would people do that instead? Like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe we'll get to the place where like you can go somewhere and like hook up to a VR set and pay for like a week at a time. Yeah, it's like a hostel, but for like virtual. Yeah, like time. it's just like a small, little, tiny closet, like a little broom closet, because you don't really need to move around anyway. You just yeah. put on a headset to live. Yeah, know? it's just uh, Harry
0: Potter style, like underneath the staircase, fucking.
1: Psh- yeah
0: under the cupboard eat your cabbage
1: and you know what I mean like that sounds that might sound terrifying to some people but what if that's something we could use for people that are like very mentally ill and otherwise couldn't experience like a very like well life with like very like good experiences you know like what if you're mentally you're just ill and because of that you have behavior that it's very self destructive in the real world but like you could recreate, literally design a reality for you to experience through VR. To like uh, therapeutically
0: revive your senses.
1: Right. Like, what if you're someone who's very antisocial in like real life? Like, you have you can't do it. You're anxiety ridden. Like, you can't handle it. Yeah. But I, you can. I, you can be very social online when you don't necessarily have to be in front of somebody.
0: Right. But it kind of enables the problem that never it's very unique to the happenstance of our times because in the past you never were able to like in a social setting like be involved without physically being there until now where you don't you can be on your couch or on the shitter but at the same time be on a Facebook post commenting but and other be. people see your post and they're simultaneously doing whatever they're doing it could be a trait that versus in the past may. if you had a say and you were You'd have to be there for someone to hear your opinion. You right. Get what I'm
1: saying, and can you think about like how many people were antisocial before the internet? How many people did not experience like that social aspect of life, and struggled because of it? Struggled mentally. Yeah. i nowadays. That's what I'm saying. Like the internet and people being able to like indulge in it by communicating with communities online and not having to meet people. That could be a trait that humanity has gained to help us with life especially those who can't experience life like in real life like socially like you struggle socially because i'm sure like a hundred years ago it was a trait that was very like bad to have as a human to survive in the world right if you're very social it'd be very easy for you to persuade people to persuade you into giving you jobs into giving you a chance but imagine not being able to talk to somebody you don't have the skills it's just and it's it might not even be learned behavior like what if it's like an actual disability yeah you just can't you can't handle the social experience yeah how would you be able to get get up in life how how would you be able to rise nowadays you can make millions of dollars streaming video games online so that person who would have been fucked 150 years ago is doing pretty well today yeah so that's kind of the, it's a good thing you <laughs> yeah
0: know? yeah it's a very unique happenstance. It's
1: new and I feel like that's why a lot of people like, It levels the playing field it.
0: quite dramatically. Because yeah. like they say, like you could catfish, you could say you're six five, but really you're five six. But like when you meet you, does it matter? You know you're already here. Give me a chance. You know what I mean? But it's like that's a foot difference, man. I said, I like tall guys. You know. <laughs> I like tall guys. And then he's like, Well, baby, this is what you got. I'm talking about my dick size is five six, baby. You know what I mean? Imagine <laughs> <laughs> five and a half inches. <laughs> Uh, misleading motherfuckers out there catfishing in the world it's hilarious oh yeah but dude it's crazy because there is like a possible future where most of our like maybe my child as he grows he meets people only in a virtual space like i have a feeling he's going to be a very social butterfly but then then what if the norm becomes um, not being social you have to do it through a social media thing you have to do it through some other uh mediator some other kind of service whatever it would be virtual uh whatever it'd be right because we don't know what the future holds um
1: all these widgets and apps bro it's all crazy yeah can you imagine what life is going to be like when say your child's going to be a teenager no
0: he's going to be like i'm not going to know what kind of shit he's into like i i I would like to have thought i'll be a hip parent but it's like dude there's no way i'm I don't even know what's anymore. going on right now. I get on TikTok <laughs> and I'm like, dang, dude, I've been missing out. What the fuck is going on right now? People will be like, Mar-a-Lago, Trump's estate got raided by the FBI. And then I have a coworker that tells me today, hey, did you hear about that FBI raid on, on Trump's estate in Mar-a-Lago? I'm like, where the fuck is Mar-a-Lago? Tell me right now where the fuck. And they're like, oh, in Florida. I'm like, Mar-a-Lago. I would have never known where that was until the news brought it up. Conveniently right now but i have i have a feeling that something about it has to do with his tr- his wife dying recently right before she testified that's weird his ex-wife like died the day before that she was supposed to testify about January 6 or some shit
1: what is going on about which January? why
0: would she testify though she's the ex-wife anyways yeah i don't, I don't i'm not i haven't been keeping up with that so i have no idea but the reality is is it's some fucked up weird ass stories that have begun because of the narrative because they want to start already bashing trump on the left that's the truth I mean, we know it that's what's already happening because we're already gearing up for the election we're already gearing up for biden not going to be in office i don't know who's going to be on the left but definitely people want trump back it's scary i was talking to allison about it. i was talking about other co-workers about it i was talking about a person today we all agreed people want him back though you know yeah. it's it's going to be a wild time bro and we're going to see all the shit I see all the, all the works all the fucking stops pulled out I don't know dude. it's the it's, beginning it's, bro like the Hunter Biden story recently that that all of a sudden finally came out right during the like the midterm elections Yeah We already heard about it during the the original election in 2020 but then we never heard anything else about it We could have heard about it Like I guess what I'm saying is is like clearly the narrative is a thing and I bring this up on a lot of episodes of the podcast but only because we have to realize it but like, whatever's on the scope, it's so interesting. You ever notice it? It's so captivating. It's so juicy. It's not boring. The news, you want to know the news? Watch C-SPAN. Shit's fucking boring. That's them actually passing laws and shit. You want to <laughs> watch that shit happen, how boring that shit is? That's that kind of shit you watch. But instead, we watch the news instead because it's got to be entertaining. Homie. Yeah, Otherwise, we entertaining. don't want to watch it. It's dude. stressful. It's, it's meant to be stressful. Yeah. It's supposed to put you through some mental sweat. You know, like if you're trying to get clean, like right now you work out and sweat your drugs out and you fucking, you watch uh, the news, you watch Fox News and then we'll put on CNN and watch your brain go like,
1: I don't know who to believe. But you know, like just how you just explained right now, like the same stress that your body would get from working out. It's kind of like, that's what the news is. And that's why it becomes very addicting. Just like. You know the chemicals you release when you work out. Those, you right. know what I mean. Like I'm sure the same thing happens when the level of stress happens. Just like any form of entertainment. Yeah, of when right. you when you experience something, and especially if you like, you think everything you see on the news is like 100 factual. Like you just believe the world is that fucked up. Yeah. In real time. Like wow, I
0: can't believe that's exactly how it went down. <laughs> <That's> ex- <laughs> yeah. They
1: said it. Tucker Carlson said it. That's exactly how it fucking went down. Right. he knows he was there the euphoria that people don't even understand that they get from that yeah they're all stoked that's why you want to keep going back dude yeah that's why people fall in love with personalities and like if you what's insane is that if like someone like tucker carlson if you were to like talk to him in person and have him talk in the same way that he talks on tv yeah
0: you wouldn't take him seriously
1: no. in real life yeah Cause Cause it's like watching, you know what i'm
0: saying it's like the Joe biden supporters are coming for you and your children's safety blah blah,
1: yeah. blah you know but people eat it up but it's like literally watching someone on the wwe talk yeah yeah <sighs> Oh yeah, brother! <laughs> We're gonna get. It's jacked up, brother. crazy, but people eat it up, man. And they I, do. It's like it's entertaining. And they fail to separate. Yeah, that just like it Trump.
0: It's entertaining. He always was, and he still is. What's it's scares me entertaining
1: about the Trump shit is the how cultish. The, the lifestyle is like especially the whole QAnon movement using religion into that conspiracy like that it it'll get ugly bro dude it's like it's own religion in itself it's like literally like they use the same psychology of the bible basically like using real world bad stuff scaring you with it and then feeding you like an answer yeah but it's like a comfortable answer and yeah. it's like trust me though bro you know what I mean? Just have you. blind faith in me. Bro. Exactly, bro. Faith. That's the whole point of the fucking like QAnon conspiracy. And that's the whole point of religion is faith. Yeah. You know Save what I mean? the children. Like, it's How like, could you it disagree? Doesn't, it doesn't matter if the world like it, and that's what they teach people, like in most religions, that if the world is teaching you to not believe in me, it's because they're of the devil. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like don't I remember Bobby Boucher, it's the devil. I remember being in church as a child, dude, and literally like hearing that an open mind allows the devil to come in. Yeah. An open mind. That means yeah. like literally like using did logic. you go to catholic school or what they hit you with no the this is christianity Damn. this is like modern day christianity dude they're yeah. like and i'm sure like a lot of those teachings are preached because I you feel think like, it's jesus's fault i don't even know no. i don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no um. just kidding
0: obviously not it's people's fault dude like at the end of the day even jesus dude in the stories when you read that shit he's like you fucked up He's like telling people, you fucked up. Like, you got to listen. Like, you guys are fucking up. It's humans that we're, we're fucking up. Folks, if you listen to this podcast, then you know we're all about maintaining our ecosystem. That includes the front and backyard, because that's the ecosystem in which we all pretty much live. Whether you got trees to be pruned, or you got to put in some irrigation units or system, you might be in over your head. Let's be honest. Sometimes it's kind of hard to make time with our busy lifestyles, and sometimes it's something we just don't know how to do. We'd rather have someone else do it. So if you're looking for help with that, we have someone that we would definitely recommend over here at the Symbiosis Now podcast. Celaya and Sons Lawn Care. Veteran owned and operated by Carlos Celaya. He's out there laying sod, edging lawns, Planting trees and cleaning up some old landscaper's bullshit. If you want it done right and you want it done now, give Carlos Celaya a call at 559-213-7365. And you will be able to find his email in the description below for this podcast. That's Celaya and Sons Lawn Care, 559-213-7365. Because we all like it done right. So whatever you need done, you got to call Celia and son. All I'm I'm trying to say is that like even in the stories, Jesus himself said, you guys got to stop this shit. You guys are fucking up.
1: I I don't know what to think about any of that, bro. Because when I think of Christianity, ever since I was like a child and like I I went through that stage in life where you like really want to understand things and you know you have the ability to literally go read shit is that's when i like looked at religion and was like whoa wait what am i being fed and what exactly am i claiming you know what i mean because like people look at the old testament and want to completely ignore it and act like oh just because like yahweh was infest it was like manifested into like a human form being jesus like everything changed like that wasn't the same god because like the way the story is told like yeah it, we call him the son of god but like no literally jesus was god a the, you in know, man
0: form. In man like form. form. It's yeah. the
1: same the same deity, just mm-hmm. in man form. Mm-hmm. It wasn't literally the son of God, like a spawn. Mm-hmm. It was the same, just in human form. Mm-hmm. So Jesus, although preaching all of this stuff that sounds really nice, like love and acceptance and forgiveness and like go hang out with prostitutes and hang out with people that are like the outsiders and accept them, was the same person that literally murdered millions in pillaged villages for not bowing down. You know what I mean? Like that's something that I, I understood as a teenager and was like, whoa, wait, 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 wait. So because in church, right, I'm fed like a completely different narrative. They're not necessar- necessarily teaching you the Bible. They're, Bible. they're feeding you like all of the best bits and pieces. And then you contemplate heavenly on those small verses, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. That's just kind of how it works. So Dude, that's why imagine people, the time before
0: all of these ideas really rushed in, like when we were kids. There was a point where like our ignorance was truly bliss. Like it really was. It was. And that that's And then true. there was a ignorance point where we bliss. started having ideas and and and, and certain impressions like it pressed ideas upon us. Like people pressed their ideas and their belief systems on us. And we had to start contemplating, you know. Like, oh, am I making the wrong decisions? Everything's a decision now, you know. Dude, I feel like it traumatizes us all after a certain point. To where we literally don't yeah. know what to do but to believe in certain circumstances. Waking too. up is a very traumatizing Because you Trump, have to fit in is. with a certain group. And that's what's so scary because we were talking about this because of the Trump thing, bro. Because it is weird because it's cultish. It went way too far. It's not the same as like, you know, someone really just liking their side. You know, shit got weird that time around. In 2020, bro, I'm a paranoid guy kind of, right? In 2020, all time high. I knew that like something weird was happening and something was weird in the wind when I had, dude, I had clips posted at the beginning of the podcast and one of the episodes, I'll try to find it and like post on Instagram. This was like during that time where Trump literally was like, there won't be a transfer of power straight, straightly, you know, I remember it very, like, very specifically. He was like basically saying like, oh, I have no intention of not being the president anymore. So he was like trying to f- fulfill the prophecy of the QAnon kind of architecture and designed for people to believe and like he knew what he's doing bro like there's no way you don't know like there's no way you don't know as that person what that whole thing is and that you're not like a little bit buying into it because you know a little bit like it, it matters it'll solidify their love for you it is a cult decision a cult leader decision that's what people have done for centuries bro you know since the beginning of man i'm reading that book the 48 laws of power And the guy in the book is brilliant, like the author, because he at least brings stories from way back, dude, ancient empires and how people, they're always trying to get to the top, bro. What are you, you, crazy? You know, the Spartans were like one of the few that didn't, right? The Spartans were like, they just wanted to fucking protect and fucking handle shit and be the conqueror. But once they conquer, they don't know what to do with it. They just know to be a warrior and not fucking give up and they'll fucking kill you if you try to kill me. But then eventually like that all collapsed because Well the entire s- existence
1: was nothing but warriors. There were no like comfortable political leaders or like contemplators, people with reason creating law. You right. know what I mean? They like- were just savage, like
0: essentially like they were brutal uh, beast men, like you know what I mean? Um, total fucking patriarch, the maximum patriarch basically, to like their demise. And eventually were bought out by their desire because essentially they became like hybridized with Athens. And they started like using money and shit and money prevailed like it always does. Just like in the Trump scenario where I think a lot of politicians were like, there's a lot of money surrounding this entire thing. Of course I'm going to put up my virtue signal. I'm with Trump. Like why wouldn't you, right? Like you put your virtue signal up if you want to get in on that fund, on them funds and that (laughs) that fame. Like, you know, like of the the January 6th thing where they all had a, a fucking like big ass rally down the road and then everyone marched from there to the Capitol, but it had no correlation. It had no correlation. Like we're still like in awe too of the narrative of like, oh no, it was just, it was bad, it was evil. But like, what really happened? How'd the gates just get open? It's orchestrated. Why was there no security there? We still don't know the answers and we won't. And like, as time goes on, you start getting really scared, bro. Like, I'm just saying like, it's a paranoid thing with Trump in office. It's weird with Biden. It's weird because he can't even speak to us anymore. But it's weirder with Trump even. It's even weirder because Weird shit was going down, bro. Like I know that we restrict certain laws back, which couldn't be a good thing in a way for the economy short term. But sometimes when you have a leader that talks like shit, you let the wolves come out and they can all talk like shit and be kind of, you know, snarky and evil minded a little bit too. And those are all our leaders now because we think that's what a leader looks like. And that's not good for Isn't society. Strange, I think how you know? easy
1: the human mind can be like influenced and controlled, yeah, just by somebody who would be considered the alpha. Yeah, right? and how and how you
0: uh, rep, try to replicate it almost, exactly. like you try to be the same
1: as. Like it's like what the fuck. It's strange. Why? I want that's like in itself is has to be like some form of like disability, you know, to not have your own mind, to not own your own, like to not to not be able to like ponder and have reason, and to like question.
0: Well, like look at like the Eminem song, Stan. Like we use the term as a slang term now, like I stan. Like you love it that much where you're just fucking cuckoo crazy, right? That's what it means, right? Like Stan, like the song in Eminem where he like writes Eminem and he's like, you never wrote me back. I'm fucking killing my wife and my fucking child in the back of the car. We're going to drive off this bridge. <laughs> fucking he, and then Eminem like writing him back at the end on the song. Like it's some heavy ass lyrics. Everyone's heard it, I'm sure. Stan, if you haven't fucking listened to it by Eminem. And like that whole idea is, is like it's treacherous because it's like that's this guy idolized this uh, this artist so much to where it's like he he dressed like him he looked like him he fucking wanted to be like him he just wanted to be his friend but it's like dude this guy's hella busy and fucking famous what do you mean he's gonna be your friend put all his eggs in this basket clearly the guy had a disability because right. what the fuck like you know no offense you have to realize there's a separation there this is this parasocial relate this parasocial relationship is not a real intimate social relationship but it's not real you have to you know find that dividing line and, and when you can't we call that a disability in our in, in in western medicine or whatever that's what we call it right because you can't see that uh that transparency you can't see that dividing line there and and right now i think the lines are blurred for
1: everyone though so I, think, I almost I don't feel think like anyone knows what to believe
0: anymore. No, that's what I mean. Like, so all the lines are blurred. So, like, it are we all then in a disability phase? Like, no. Now, now it changes the playing field because for psychologists, people that study this shit, now everyone psychologically thinks different because of COVID alone. Literally, whether you are on the left, right, yeah, whatever, it, it did something to us to where we now we think differently about certain shit. Now we all saw it for too much. Over everything for years straight now to where we couldn't ignore it. There's no way we could ignore it.
1: Where did it go, though? No, I don't know. That's the weirdest part That's of right, it, right? right? Still COVID was huge, right? Like only a few months ago. But it, it seems like it's just like now no one talks about it. Now it's monkeypox. Monkeypox. Monkey what's up
0: with the monkeypox thing? Really Please got, tell me what's with the monkeypox I
1: don't know too much about it. But I, I remember the, the original narrative being like literally it was like a gay STD.
0: Dude, me too, okay. Which
1: I, I feel like it's so I'm fucked not up. Saying I never agreed with it. I felt like it was 100%. straight propaganda, especially around the same time Roe vs. Wade happened. From day one, when well, I they're thought they're talking it was about propaganda too, bro. Like, it has to be propaganda. Like, it's just to paint, because there's so many people, like we're talking about people who take Tucker Carlson seriously. People watch the news and they're so influenced and they literally create a reality based on that experience that they have through their TV, right? And do they have someone literally telling them that monkeypox has to do with, homosexuality and we're talking about the same people to inadvertently be o- afraid of yeah and in some kind of phobia so people. right
0: yeah exactly conservative people now re- like reinforce this phobia around uh, homosexual relationships in general. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an like, attack. It it's it is, you're right, psychologically. Just like during 9-11, how we poo-pooed anyone with a turban, yeah, and we yes. called them all Muslim fucking terrorists mm-hmm. and all this shit. I we, don't that th- was a thing that happened I in f- this country I feel like people 20 years ago.
1: That. And it's so crazy like that. It, I, grew I grew up through it. I grew up in that, and then we talk about times like the Jim Crow days. Like how could how could we live in a place where literally black people were like hung and beaten in public? When like l- I literally lived through a time where I went through like a gas station or something and saw somebody and felt a little prejudice towards them because of what I was consuming on TV.
0: Like you, you as a child might have thought, oh no, I'm at this gas station, exactly. the I might bomb the gas station because I was told that terrorists are because Middle Eastern guys. Because literally. of conditioning, literally. So it's like, Not because you were a racist, because of the conditioning. You didn't even just hear from your parents in your household that you could say your parents media. are racist. And no, it was the media that literally told you that that was the truth. And everyone that wasn't Muslim or wasn't Middle Eastern basically believed it in this country. That's the scarier part. Because it really hit it hit hard in the fear zone. So it's like no fucking Just like wonder. with the communists before that. Just like with the... Um, the fucking, uh, the Japanese during World War Two. Exactly. They put all of our Japanese brethren in concentration camps. And people agreed with it at the time. And they were like, yeah, get him. Yep. Yep. Like a co- Like in the fucking ghettos of the Nazi fucking world, dude and then back we, in the day like, it's people scary in Hitler's
1: era like how could people agree with Hitler how could people just go along with all these things and it's like do you not understand how fucking powerful influence it is, it is dude it is so powerful it's enough to literally control minds dude
0: dude I had Bradley Gonzalez on the show a couple of weeks Jeez, ago smart guy right dude. yeah super badass dude but he brought that shit up too and it always comes back to influence it always, it always comes back to who has control of the spice, he would say. The power you know, suggestion. Yes, the power of suggestion is so important. Um, it literally controls us all, whether we realize it or not. And it's so crazy because, like, we, you know, just like we, we see with Ukraine, right? Boom, you know, that's still going on. But where's your flag now on your fucking bumper? Like, where, you know, where are you at now?
1: It overseeded the you know, American like the uh, person
0: that called me a murderer for not getting a shot until November of 2021. Right. Where are you at now?
1: Right. Where the fuck are you at now? It's you the know? attention span of the American, right? It's, it's weird. only going to survive for a few months.
0: It doesn't make sense. Like it's like the narrative clearly lives in us for a certain period of time if we give it that power. It's like you want to disconnect, but then you also well, want to be aware of what's soon, going on. As soon as that man. stimulus gets
1: taken away, is when that topic drops. Because people don't understand their talking points. Most people who like consume media heavily, their talking points are things that they hear all throughout the day, things right. that they allow to influence them. Right. And as soon as that stimulus is taken away and something new is dropped, well, that's the new talking point. That's the new belief. That's the new, that's when we're talking about conditioning. That's the new state of mind. You know? Yeah. It changes quickly because Americans have a very small attention span. And it's because the way that we consume media like things like tiktok things like vine things like all of these apps that literally shaped our attention span that that sh- short burst they're farming us
0: like i mean like not they but like the actual apps and the ai itself is kind of low-key like using the human experiences that oh, we constantly man. put online to like willingly like take video of, p- post pictures of, with hearts and, and, and feelings attached to it. So like the AI can really kind of understand what, at least what you're posting. It may not really understand the human experience, but like it'll understand like a somewhat of a simulation of what humanity would live like and we will get to that point very soon because it's not a human doing this anymore it's a calculator like it like we can never Bro, add quick literally enough literally the name. like a calculator can and that's just an example of like how the ai is going to understand so much that we can never really fathom it'll be like the true oracle the true mirror mirror on the
1: wall we created you know? a new species and we don't even know it we, we don't even birth understand Like AI, so I never understood, I never really went into like a deep understanding of what artificial intelligence really meant. It's intelligence that's artificial, right? But it, it is its own intelligence. It's just like we are intelligent species, meaning that we adapt quickly to stimuli, to survive. So does AI. It moves quickly, understands quickly, given the right algorithms, right? Like which we have, we've created this brain that literally is meant to process and adapt quickly and that's why it's literally like it went off in its own realm but but what really gets to me is like why does it exist does it exist because it manipulated the human mind to create it like what really got me thinking to that was cyborgs like why why do we make artificial human beings why do we make robots Why do we make the ones that we showcase where it like literally looks like almost like a clone of a human being? It's all robotic. Like, why do we have Because People want to fuck them. No, no. But why do we have the fascination enough to even go and spend money and resources to build it? What's influencing humans, the species of human, the homo sapien to create this robotic being and putting a mind in it? Was it the AI itself? are we being manipulated as a species to create an environment for this new species to exist and for us to not thrive in anymore?
0: In a way like it could be that too and it could be on top of that like the AI experience like by default when we're on social media we blame Facebook we blame all these things we blame the algorithm but the algorithm goes back to the actual AI kind of in a way and it could be farming us to kind of hate reality so we want to live in the virtual space so we really can give all the cards to it so we it can really understand us because it wants to understand now it has like the only desire it has is to understand it all like you know fathom that artificial intelligence like the real thing that it really wants it doesn't want to fuck it can't fuck it doesn't have a dick you know what i mean it just can't shit you know it wants to know everything like the
1: classic mirror mirror on the wall the oracle but it has its own thoughts it does, what, yeah, it has its own. It contemplates.
0: So how we created machines, basically, and we gave birth to this AI and this birth to this this technological age where like things would live without us for millennia, perhaps. Now, right. now, a picture an alien race. Now let's just fathom this for a second. I know I always talk about aliens on the podcast lately, but it's because I kind of believe, but I want to believe, you know. But imagine another alien race. Now, what if they created something? and it's way ahead of us and that is what maybe would be contacting us to where they're not even really aware of what this ai has created this this interdimensional fucking traveling machine that can come to our world somehow right like it could be like that imagine what kind of machines they would create in a totally different type of world it wouldn't be like humans and breathing air and and shit like that most likely it'd be different somehow we like to fathom, We like to think of it like it'd be like how we live, like it'd be the same. Like they know like
1: English or Filipino or, <laughs> yeah, or something. You know, super what I mean? like simple to the human brain to understand. Yeah, it. like
0: they do they swim? Probably. Like no, no they no. don't have like hands. Like what the fuck? They Why would like, they need hands? Have maybe? lungs?
1: Like maybe like they don't have air. What's crazy is like the,
0: water. The, the
1: ability of our hands, the way we use our thumbs, is that. I feel like that's evolution and the way the human adapted, not because of survival, but because of slave labor, like a, because of the working class, right? Because oh, of uh, because of people literally having to work. Like you think of like in the early days of this country, there was literally eight-year-olds in coal mines, right? Yeah. Like so, for from a young age, our species has been had to use our hands for labor. But if we didn't live that type of lifestyle. If we didn't live the way that we live today, would we have the same ability of our hands?
0: Yeah, if we didn't have to actually physically plant the seeds, would we have the fingertips that are necessary to do that if right. we didn't or do that a filling. couple of generations ago?
1: Right. So, if we lived in if we created a lifestyle where like everything was automated, would we eventually start losing attributes? I have a
0: theory about our hands becoming like dishapen because of holding the phone all the time that our thumbs and, and certain ways that our hands are formed, they might get smaller. Because it's we don't work as hard anymore. We do everything with it, uh, pressing buttons in our hands and sh- putting our hand around a device that like presses the buttons on and stuff. Whatever it is, whether it's a tablet, an iPhone, a fucking a Game Boy, I don't know what the fuck, bro. Like a ga- uh, Xbox controller, like, but something in your hands that's just kind of you're you're putting all your energy into just the small movements where your hands are no longer like needing to lift heavy things and grip things and move them around and. You're more just like holding something and pressing buttons um, on a touch screen even most of the time. So you're not even like pressing anything really. You're just moving your hands a lot. And like I have a theory that over time the muscles and and the shape of the hand, if we all were to do that for an extended period of time. Which we will. And we interbreed. and, And it just seems like it's necessary for the evolution of man. It will. You know.
1: That's how evolution works. We adapt. Our hands
0: could get smaller and weird shaped. I've talked about that for a long time. I always thought that was a weird Literally. idea, but it's really like to me like plausible. Because I feel like someone told me recently that if you hold your phone in your hand, there's like a divot. In your fingertip, where it literally fits because we've already started adapting to having a phone in our hands so much. Yeah. To where the bone specifically, has like a the dip there. Like Specifically, the iPhone model. Specifically,
1: the newer brick. How deep it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So, not saying like, no, I'm not just saying iPhone, like everyone has an iPhone, but that shape of phone, like the skinny, long rectangle. Oh, you want to brick. take a
0: bite out of the Apple sun?
1: We're going to take a bite out of the Apple sun. That's what we're going to do.
0: <laughs> that's basically what we've done. Right? Like, that's what I had a friend tell me. One time in the hardware store, shout out to Richie Castillo, He told me, I don't have, he doesn't have a, he has a flip phone, bro. He's like, he's super religious, right? Super Christian. Shout out to him. But he's like, fuck the iPhone because the, the bite is literally out of the apple. This is some Adam and Eve shit. That's the devil. Like that's Satan's work, literally. Like, and it is now the antichrist, like that kind of shit, you know? And it's not that I, disp- I don't believe him. I like to think about it like that too, because it's wild. It's some wild shit. Hey, we're fucking with some wild shit here. Some voodoo magic, it's slave labor made literally. It's knowledge, but knowledge, yeah, but and religion, harnessed in a weird, beautiful package.
1: Knowledge and religion has always been perceived as like not necessarily good,
0: and it's theoretically weaponized at this point. And that's what we've been talking
1: about this whole episode. Is about information
0: is basically weaponized now. It's not the same. It wasn't neutral. For a while, at least, there was, like, journalists that had to be neutral. But, like, it's, like, everything is loaded. Everything is weaponized Knowledge has
1: always been controlled, though, even in literature. You're right. Especially
0: when it was in literature in the old world, right? Because that's
1: all you could get. Right. So it's not like – I mean, like, I feel like we're kind of more in the know than we have ever been, especially if you're someone who knows how to decipher through information. Because, I mean, in the previous world, you literally had to rely on – oh it's blinking (laughs) it's alright, but you had to literally rely on um on whatever you could get like physically right books which you you could only get what was available for you to receive so but i don't know man it's crazy that like because that's a crazy thing to to point out with the apple being bitten like in the story of adam and eve but there's a lot of things that I like. I when I think about that story, I just have like a lot of resentment towards it. To be completely honest, man. Yeah. Like especially, I mean, and that's just me, me personally, who I am as a man. Um, I mean, who who I am like personally as a man, which I feel like is maybe a little bit different than how other people hold themselves, like wh- the way they think of what a man should be. I don't. I don't view women as a lesser being as unless you're like they're separated from us as a species if, if in all in all honesty i feel like women specifically are more important actually than than men in a sense i mean you're talking about creators people that are literally able to combine the that that spiritual and the physical and create life in the womb but i feel like Religion itself, we talk about the story of Adam and Eve and who Adam and Eve are. Like, Adam is the person who's created in God's image using the materials that God created. Eve is created out of his rib. You know what I mean? It's like sub, sub-man, sub sub-human. You know what I mean? Like, the lesser. One's in God's image, and one is, was created from God's image. And because like, he pitied the man not having a friend. and of. And, and also the story with... You know Eve being looked at as like the deceptive person as well. You know the one who kind of like influenced Adam to also.
0: Why the fuck did you let the serpent there? If you control it all,
1: you control it all though. So yeah, you're talking to someone who's not religious. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm. I'm, I don't know if I'm considered a local Local skeptic. You're skeptical very skeptical I also don't just don't believe I mean but like because I don't align myself with those with those like values like I don't view women that way I don't like in religion especially the way I grew up the way women are viewed in a household is way bizarre to me like it's like you answer to man man like and man answers to God you know what I mean like and especially with purity culture hit especially this country and I'm sure religion is different everywhere right I'm talking about like what we what I understand is Christianity in this country right right And when purity culture hit that and like what women had to go through because of that, the shame that came with sexuality, the shame that came with like self-exploration and understanding yourself intimately and sexually and all of the weight that's put on a woman where like you have to save yourself from marriage. So you can't experience anything that has to do with intimacy, right? You can't experience any sensuality, but then you get to marriage and then you're expected to be such a sexual being, enough of a sexual being that your man doesn't become enticed by like all of this temptation right like that's on you as a woman that's on you you have to please your man so he's not overtaken by the temptations of the world but it's okay if he does because like he's gonna be forgiven anyway that's just it's like there, like men men fall you know but like that's such a weird psychology to feed not only women but men like that's why we have like this weird culture in this country with relationships i don't think people understand like some of the toxicity that is alive in their relationships because of the values that they hold in themselves that they got from conditioning. Yeah, there's no
0: freedom there. Like, there's a lot of blockades because you you feel like you have to mimic what was told to you as the correct
1: path. And a lot of it comes from religion itself. Like a, a lot all of all that pressure. Yeah, that influence. Yeah, the cultural influence. Yeah so i don't i don't believe that i don't believe like i like i don't view my wife as property whatsoever honestly like she is living her own human experience as i am and we're partners we're like we're partners in this life we're not forcing it we're not you know it's not like we're proving something to anybody and that's coming from someone whose parents like literally got married to not have a child out of wedlock but not because they were in love but because of the thought of shame right then that that's how strong these these cultural pressures are on people that they're they make decisions not based on whether or not they're happy making it but because of this overwhelming sense of shame yeah the shame monster shame from the community and also from this 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 thing looming over their head of like hell right like that like it doesn't even matter how religious you are you are really if you grow up in a religious like community and you grow up with this idea that heaven and hell exist you are always going to have this looming fear of hell even if you don't like align yourself fully with the religion, some people don't even believe in God that much, but they still fear hell because it's just embedded in us. It's from what we learn as children, learning about heaven and hell, learning about the idea of good and bad, learning about like all these ideas. We're conditioned. We're indoctrinated. Indoctrinated. 100%.
0: What's going down, podcast listener? I imagine that you drive a car when you're out and aboutin'. You might even have a motorcycle, per se. And I think that most people that live in the society we live in have a home of some sort. On those things, do you have insurance? That is my question to you. And if you do not, it seems like it's time to get you some. What are you doing out there listening to a podcast? Because if you are, at the same time simultaneously. You could be calling Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance to provide you with top-notch service. Give him a call at 559-638-3800. Do you not have a license? That doesn't seem to be a problem. He can set you up. Do I know how? I have no idea, but he can set you up. He claims to know. Are you anything like me? And when you were younger, got into some trouble, had a DUI, and needed an SR-22 insurance. Maybe. I hope not, but if you do, Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance can set you up with the free sr 22 You can find Alfredo looking sharp in the suit on 998 North Manning Avenue in Reedley, California, or you can give him a jingle down there at the shop at 559-638-3800. Be sure to tell him that you heard about him on the Symbiosis Now podcast and he will set you up ASAP with all your insuring needs. Thank you Alfredo for sponsoring the podcast and now let's get back to the show folks
1: so I don't and it's just crazy to believe it's for me it's insane for to believe that you are gonna survive somewhere longer a billion times longer than your existence on this life this world like we most humans live to the age of 30 40 years old but y- People believe that you're going to live eternally somewhere else. Life is just never going to stop somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, like... It sounds beautiful, right? Does it, though? Like, it sounds like... I don't know. Because this world itself, right? And I know, like, religion says, like, oh, no, but it's not... Don't think about the world. Like, you need to think about something else. Like, you know, worry about heaven. The world is evil. Everything's fucked up. But, like, I mean, that's subjective. Your experience is, like, based on your circumstances, Right? But we can you imagine yourself being stagnant in the same place for all eternity?
0: I feel like generally when people say like, oh, it's okay because, you know, at least I know I'll be where the good Lord takes me. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you're you're just telling yourself there's like a carrot, like, so that way you're good. And I get it. You probably should. It's kind of like a cop-out. It's a a coping mechanism, I feel like, is what it is. And if, if really that's what it is and it helps people... That's why sometimes I say, like, even if it is a fantasy, if it helps you cope, uh, clearly that's what it is. People do kundalini. People smoke weed. People fucking run away. Yeah. And, and get drunk for years because they don't know how to cope with it. I agree. You know what I mean? I like, feel like it does help. So some at people. least it helps a lot of people cope with the reality of death. But it's weird because when you take it to another level and you push on some people, some negative ass shit. And you're telling them that you're fucking up and you're going to hell and stuff. And it's like, well, don't shoot me. I'm just the messenger. It's like, no, bitch, you never were the messenger. You're not the fucking prophet in the Bible that had to tell everybody. Like, you're just regurgitating some shit. I can regurgitate facts from uh, ESPN all day if I want to, right? And in some circles, that's powerful, like religion. Because it's like, oh, you don't know about Drew Brees. You don't know about, uh, you don't know all the stats on this guy. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, everyone likes to take shit too far. So no matter what it is, people take it too far. The problem is when you're telling someone the fate of your soul and existence and everything about your, your essence of being all lies in the hands of one thing only. It is kind of cruel if you never provide more answers and if you kind of don't really um, leave the door truly open when the conversation comes up of what your doubts are when you're there at those churches. Because often when you start doubting it of any kind, you're sick it's like right. okay I hear you but like before I came here I was down and like you convinced me to come here but now like you don't want to give me more answers because like you don't have them right because it's like oh well it's it's not that easy it's like of course it's not that easy so then why are you claiming to have the answers then if that's all you're going to tell me
1: Yeah, well, there's the things I just didn't understand as a child is being told, like, this God is, like, perfect, right? Everything is perfect, and he is the creator. It's some you would assume. It's all meant to be. Based on Scripture, that it's uh, such a powerful thing that doesn't change. It's too powerful. Why would it need to evolve? Like a human being, like a human being can evolve and adapt based on the stimuli, whether that's a good environment or a bad environment. Because Someone it's never good enough. Idea. So we look at the Old Testament and we look at a God that's obviously angry, jealous. It's a God that's like willing to literally pillage fucking villages for like to make an example. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we're just supposed to like forget about all that. And now this God is all loving and it's super convenient that it's everything that every human would love right acceptance forgiveness it's like the thought of just peace in the mind right but so what happened so does god just decide like it wasn't okay to have slaves it wasn't okay to like beat your children you know what i mean for the sake of them like being like obedient to the lord like all of these what that's what really gets me about modern day religion is like they keep evolving it but why not just drop it and just create something new why Why take something that obviously represented a lot of bad stuff at one point in time and cherry pick it and shape it and manipulate it to be something else? Why not just drop it all together and create your new philosophy?
0: Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the whole like beyond beef baddies and shit where it's like, why are you calling it that? It's not even beef. Like I get it that's it's beyond beef, but it's like you're still saying it's a hamburger. You're saying you're modeling your plant-based shit after some meat products. You know, you'll call them like, you know, vegan tenders, but it's like, you mean like chicken tenders. They they look like chicken tenders, but they're not chicken. Like, I understand that. It's a mock thing. But why are you modeling it after the the, the industry that you claim to fucking abhor and hate?
1: Right. You know, you're eating junk
0: food is what you're eating. You're eating fucking processed as fuck food that's even cheaper for these big giants to process and make and charge you more for. So good job. You're increasing the gap. But most people think they're doing the right thing. That's how deep that kind of propaganda goes. And that guilt, like we're talking about, it's practically cultish. It gets this guilty thing where you have to decide, you know, no, I just don't want to hurt the animals anymore. But it's like, bitch, you ever had to fucking take care of an animal? You ever had to put one out because it was in pain? You know what I mean? Things like that where it's like, fuck. And you you realize you you have, when you do those things you're like fuck man, like life is so much deeper than yeah there's how easy balance. we have it right now like you know like you have to sometimes kill to survive like I have to kill my peppers you could say I have to pick them off the plant to eat them and then when I eat them they die but they give me energy, you know what I mean they give me nutrients
1: you you know what but the they next? kind
0: of like no are no more
1: it's such a crazy thing. But so, that's
0: okay. I can just savagely rip the fucking or sex organ that basically is the baby of the plants. Yes. It's gonna be another fucking plant, and just <clears throat> eat it like a little <clears throat> little crazy little caveman. And no one gives a fuck. You ever think of the plants? But if things? I eat like a fucking, if I cook a chicken up and fry, they're like you devil. You know what I mean.
1: Yeah, it's because we, we have the technology to literally record the sounds that plants make. So we know and we understand this. As a species, humans aren't as advanced as we yeah. love to believe that we are. There is actually so much of the world that we can't experience because we're not evolved enough as a species. Yeah, when you eat
0: mushrooms, you really recognize that too. You're like, oh shit, well, there, I don't know
1: anything. We, <laughs> we literally, what's crazy about our life experience is that we're only able to see like a small percentage of the entire color spectrum that exists. And the majority of what we experience, what we see, is our brain kind of, like, making it up as we go along. Yeah, filling in the blanks. It's exactly what you said, filling in the blanks. But in real time, it's very quickly. Mm -hmm. It's because it's trying to, like, not fuck us up. Is that
0: why people see aliens when they're, like, on a psychedelic? Because now they can see other colors because their brain's in a different stasis where they're picking up on different frequencies that you normally wouldn't pick up on because it's just the way
1: it is. Like, when you're on a substance, like, your brain's just different. Just different. Not the same function. We know Mm -hmm. mushrooms talk. We know plants can communicate. For sure, they we do. know that they have emotions because when you rip a limb off a plant, they obviously they produce. In extreme. fact, they theoretically they
0: communicate sub and like extraterrestrial, like the above and below the soil. So like they communicate. if
1: the the argument for being vegan or non-vegan is based on like what's moral. I mean, just because you can't hear a plant suffer doesn't mean it's not suffering. It is a living thing. It is a very, like, it's a conscious living thing. It has an experience. It has a reactive experience. Like, when you you take a limb off a plant, we're able to record a jump in its frequency. That is But something
0: about seeing an animal... Whimpering around in that's, pain or that's something what I'm saying, is like yeah. makes you so sad versus like seeing a plant like a limb break off a plant. It's like, but if we right.
1: could hear, if we could hear the scream that came out of a plant, that's what I'm saying. If we were able, like just like how we to can hear it, if just like the way that we're able to physically see a cow and like hear the way that it can like make noises and we kill it, and there's this huge experience. If we had the ability to like hear plants, I'm pretty sure nobody would be fucking like pruning plants. Because it'd be horrible. Can you imagine going up to a plant and like pruning it, taking a limb off, and it's like, ah, oh, what are you doing? You know, it's like. Maybe at one point we
0: could, and then we evolved to not hear it. To survive, because we, we had to we eat We knew we had to eat them no matter what. And it was such a horrible sound. Yeah.
1: And we just couldn't take it like anymore to
0: where we like, just tune it out over time. And we're like,
1: mmm. Yeah.
0: Eating lettuce, and they're like, oh
1: my God, like, like a sausage and, party. And now
0: the reason why we have factory farming is because we want to keep it out of sight, out of the mind, so that
1: we can stay silent so we don't hear <laughs>
0: it mean, we, at, at we one never point know the in time reality. like
1: it was like sausage party right like you just hear your food and they're like oh my god what are you doing to me yeah. yeah dude it's crazy it's crazy to understand that mushrooms communicate with each other too it's crazy to think that where we come from like aside from religion because and that's another reason why like i i can't align myself with like certain religions cuz i don't believe like our species is only so old like, I believe the world that we inhabit today is so old, and we're just, like, in the modern evolution of things that are here right now. And I don't think we're going to be here for much longer, especially, like, obviously, we're very aware that our condition changes, the environment changes quickly. Like, we call it climate change, but it's not – I don't think it's necessarily because of human action. I think the world that we just happen to live on has never been, like – stagnant it's never been stagnant obviously you can look back in time and see literally shifting of the continents you know what I mean and different species that are no longer here but once we're there and like we literally see animals who are endangered and no longer exist like in our lifetime sooner or later we're no longer going to be here but what I'm saying is like what did we spawn from like what did we like I don't like a part of me likes to think like when we think about dinosaurs in the age where like there weren't literally like humans upright beings as we know like what we are yeah. around them like what if we were like the meteor that struck this planet and we were like the biomaterial that were on that rock and we jumped off like we were fungus we were like a growth we were just like moving fungus like you know what i mean like or it was a ship that crash landed Ooh, you know what? You know, like some Mars, like that movie, like yeah. they like go to Mars to try to inhabitate, like you know, you I mean Dude. like try to grow food on it. Some wild well, that shit could have been Martian. Resim- the Martian, that's what it's called. Then
0: like there's the uh, the possibility of deism, where like God, the creator, was really just like some master scientist that just kind of like put some biological material on a Petri dish and then left it. And like that's what our universe really is. Inside the Petri dish? Yeah, inside the Petri dish of his scope. Which would really mean like in a way it wouldn't say that, you know, it wasn't wouldn't mean that he's not responsible for creating
1: at all. But it's accidental. But
0: it became something else from the point of creation because it was meant to grow into some other experimental, you could say, culture. You know, and then him come back and be like, ooh, this is the one I was looking to expand on. You know, and maybe we wouldn't be the one, you know, and then, you know, I had Bradley Gonzalez on recently and he was talking about this book about how like there's like three different like uh, side by side universes and they're like all expanding into each other and shit. And eventually because the universe is quote unquote expanding, any scientist will kick you in the ass if you disagree, right? It's just expanding and expanding. What if we expand into the other one next to us? Because if what if it's expanding too? If we're really just expanding and expanding, won't we bump into the other ones if there's other ones?
1: Yeah, I don't know. For me, when it you comes know? to stuff like that, like I, I'm, you know, I'm a huge skeptic. So it's like when it comes to space, bro, like it, all of it is trust me, bro all of it it's all bro like, science it's all it like is. you know what I mean like, it's all you're bro you're never science, gonna be able bro. to experience it physically so just trust me when I say it's like mm-hmm. this and I don't know when Neil deGrasse
0: Tyson it. gets down he's like with the way that the space and time revolve around, you start getting lost in and you're like dang yeah dude he's, he's awesome he's never actually seen he's, any of it yeah but, he, but how could he exactly. he's not in shape to go fucking out to to space real quick and go shoot to the moon. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like These are all like theoretical ideas and fantasies that we have about space and our reality. Though, but when you run
0: the math it. out, the local skeptic, when you run the math out, it all adds up. But it's like, theoretically it does. But when you're
1: there, does it? Now, theoretically, it's a theory.
0: It's kind of like, how did the Chinese's rocket not make it and somehow fall crashing back to the Earth recently? You know, they're pretty good. Every, every country that's going to go to that level of shooting something into space, is pretty good to make it happen. Why the fuck did theirs all of a sudden not make it and fall down at unknown places amongst Earth? Literally, it was at free fall, and we're like, we don't know where it's going to land for like a week. That was scary to me, because I'm like, fuck, bro, we're in the flight pattern of it possibly landing in the fucking Central Valley of California. Imagine this big-ass rocket just fucking... What would happen, though? Dude, I don't know. It'd fuck up a big-ass area of land, probably. It'd be like a, like a comet.
1: I'd fuck up some orchards is what probably be like, <laughs> but it'd
0: probably be like literally like a comet, because it'd be this big ass Uncle Metal flying down like through basically from space into know, our atmosphere. But I feel like
1: by then wouldn't it be just breaking up and just like you
0: know? I don't know, man. They said it fell in the ocean, luckily. But did it even happen at all?
1: I don't know. That's did any I mean, of this even happen like, at it's all? It's I wasn't there. Trust me, bro. It is trust me, bro. <laughs>
0: it is. Just like trust me, bro, there's no there's no Nazis living in Antarctica. Right now, nah. that's what well, really trust me, bro. Mind. There are right. Like, how do you know you've never been there, bitch? Like, yes. You
1: know? Okay. That's what I, when I like, either way you
0: believe, right? It's I like, how do you that? believe one or the other though? Because you, there's
1: no way to validate that shit, dude. Like, that's why like, so I'm not necessarily a flat earther. I don't know what the fuck I believe yeah, when yeah. it comes to what I, you know, what I got going on. I get you. But when it comes to people who are talking about flat earth and like at work, bro, I'll run into people who are heavy flat earthers. Like they have like something heavy. they believe in. They yeah. have an idea. And they're explaining to someone who is, like, all about the mainstream knowledge, NASA. And they're like, no, bro, but, like, look at, like, Antarctica's surrounding us, and that's why, like, there's lands of bloom, this and that. And that dude's like, no, bro, like, but, like, they send cameras up in the sky all the time. there's satellites. Why don't they just take pictures? You could see it. And it's like like both of you guys like in all reality like you don't fucking know you don't know like, all of it are is you gonna go be you? the person that's exactly. gonna go take
0: photographs of like, Antarctica wish, then and I get back to us
1: people would just understand that like if you don't know just accept the fucking fact that you don't know let's just all accept that we don't know because we can't get it's there. easier to say you know though with no experience especially if there's so many people right it's like it's almost like its own cult it's almost it like is. it's like to be like pro science or anti science or this or fucking that like you just have to belong to a group of you people.
0: have to be bro the fuck out to fit in bro you have to be bro science otherwise you're not going to fit in this bureaucracy local skeptic you're the fucking man bro thank you so much for coming back on i love our conversations i love i love how open we leave the the conversations too because we never like so certain to where it's like nah man for sure it's this and for sure it's that's it's more like no i'm pretty speculative of this and i think that actually it seems more like it could be this or maybe this I love you for that, man. Thank you so much. And I hope that the listener can vibe with that shit, too. Listener, you are the best. Without your ear holes, this podcast wouldn't be anything, nor would any podcast, right? But you, you are so important. And it's so important, in fact, that you finding this podcast right now and listening to it right now is, like, really fucking cool. Because who the fuck am I? Who the fuck is this? You know, what is this? The Symbiosis Now podcast, man, you're in it. You're already included into the symbiosis without even realizing it, just by listening, by being here on this earth now. Rock on, dude. Keep doing it. Rock on, dudette and chick. Chick, let's do this. We got a lot of fun content coming your way. We got a lot more episodes to publish. We got a lot more time to spend talking about it, feeling it out, and understanding where we need to go from here so we can gain more symbiotic momentum towards a better tomorrow. This is Tyler Columbaro signing off for this episode, and I hope to catch you on the next episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast.